0: and welcome to another episode of that so random a random movie podcast i am Heath lambert my guest this episode for a sexy movie some sexy faces joe and mary jean drum how are you this evening
1: we're good Excited. doing well
0: doing well doing very well we watched the lure from 2015 a polish film so this is only the let's see because i had a i had an indian movie once Trying to think of um, not a ton of foreign films for the show, but this is one,
2: and it's something else. Yeah, that's probably the best description that I've heard for something else. <laughs> what the film is is something definitely else. something else. It was, uh, it, I yeah, I have thoughts. We'll we'll get into it. I have thoughts about everything that uh, transpired in that film. They're not bad thoughts. It wasn't. I don't think. I don't think formally it was a bad film, but there was, uh, there was a lot going on. Choices were made. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: I will say that I, because I, I saw it for the first time, I don't know, three, four years ago, and I was absolutely enchanted by it the first time I saw it. Watching it this time, not as much. I still enjoyed it. I still think it's a good movie that's made very well. But there was something, I don't know. There was something about it watching it this time where I was like, oh, this isn't as good as I remember.
2: And, and I think the first time you see it, it's got to be a novel experience, right? You go into yeah. it and it's uh, there's so much going on. And th- the movie does a great job of, you know, just as an opening uh, and just general broad statements. The movie does a great job of yeah. not holding your hand. It doesn't hold your hand the whole way through it. It throws you into it and it's just expecting you to keep up, which uh, if you're into that type of movie, it's a lot of fun. But I think the closer you look at it, the more—I um, don't want to say plot holes, but the more un- unresolved things you kind of notice. Which I've—I've I've had about a day to sit and digest it, and I'm—I'm I'm at that point that it's—you uh, know—no, you know, there's a lot that's really good, but there was a lot that I felt like could have been done differently, or yeah, I don't know.
1: Can we just talk about that intro sequence though, real quick? Because I loved the illustrative beginning
0: i always love an animated credit sequence an animated opening or even doing like just the backstory for like this happened and it's like done as like illustrations yeah i love that
1: yeah it was almost tim burton-esque the way where it was just the sea and then the caves and then you saw them with like the skulls of their previous victims and their sweet voices overlapping in the background you're like okay this is definitely Killer mermaids.
2: It definitely did do a good job of like setting that precedent. Yeah, it did a good job of opening that up. And I I thought it, I, I, you know, and that's not even, so I'm not an overly negative person. I'm not going to be overly negative with this. I will say that that was like the first the the first little nitpick, so I'm like this, whatever it's movies, whatever it's horror movies or anything like that. The first little nitpick was, I thought I was getting into a much more horrific experience than what it was going to be. Because that opening was so strong. Because you walked in and it was, I thought we were getting killer mermaids. I thought we were getting a musical. I was expecting like Sweeney Todd. We're going to get killer mermaids. They're going to be <laughs> swimming, Todd. swimming oh, up mermaids. and down. They're going to be eating people. This is going to be great. And it was, you know, it like I said, it was not a bad movie, but I think it set a little bit of a different expectation for me than what the movie turned out to be.
1: I was charmed. It's it fun. was charming. I was, yeah, it was. It was, I was it charmed. Was, I think it was. But that beginning was gorgeous. And then I, I think I really liked the transition from that like the illustrative beginning and then it's literally golden and silver like the two sisters rising up out of the water with the what's the band the figs and the dates
0: figs and dates yeah. i
1: think the figs and dates yeah and then the i think the only thing that threw me off was i thought she or i thought they ate somebody because it immediate like the girl screams like the lead singer sees them in the water and they're like oh come and get us out or whatever like they're singing and luring them in and then she sh- she screams and then it cuts to the club yeah so i I was confused. It was just like, oh, I a
2: And I think that was the start of like the discrepancy. Cause I was, I was hook, line and sinker up to that point, up to that point. I'm like, here we go now, you know, heads are rolling. Let's go. Let's get this started. Her horror musical Sweeney Todd, let's go. And then it yeah. did. It just was not at that point. And uh, yeah, the, the club scene was the start of when it kind of got, like I said, interesting, but not what I was expecting. Yeah.
0: It's definitely at the very least, and maybe this is, why it was kind of better for me the first time it's because you haven't seen anything like this before like you know there's no other movie quite like this it's a polish rock opera kind of sort of horror movie
2: it, it, and it yeah it was it was one of those things yeah, that was season.
0: set in the 80s yeah.
2: 80s style, it had a lot of 80s-esque, and you, I mean, it was just dripping with 80s references. You had uh, the yeah, the color sure. palette, you had the the disco style. Well, it wasn't even necessarily disco, but it was club style that was very reminiscent of the 80s. You had the color palette was very neon. You had a lot of bright neon colors that helped. And, and you know, the directors, so I, I, do, I do a fair bit of research after going through it, uh, after watching a movie on something like that. The directors made a comment about how, the that was their main driving like push was that they wanted to make an homage to uh, Poland in the 80s, and I thought, you know, from uh from just a pure visual standpoint, they did a pretty good job with that end of it. But the, I feel almost like they sacrificed the plot a little bit. Just getting all of that in there was was a little. I think there was a little bit of confusion on the direction they wanted kill. to go
1: plot sacrificing for the sake of maybe the musical numbers but (laughs)
2: yeah
1: but I love the actual mermaid references and as far as like digital effects because I'm and I'm thinking there was a mix of practical effects and digital effects because those tails I loved the tails six feet long and I think they said they were like 50 pounds like holy crap they looked awesome, and I love that it wasn't Ariel, the Little Mermaid, glittery, cutesy. You know, with little two fins on the like. No, this is like a a whole ass tail. Like it, in, it
2: was a fish tail, and that was, was that a was
1: fish tail.
2: That was a good emphasis that they had over and over. Was these are fish people. We don't want them to be cute. We want them to be you know. Yeah, these fish are fish looking. people. Yeah,
1: which was interesting that like people the okay so. Everybody else, even the director of the club, they weren't like shocked to the point of like, oh my gosh, they can't be real. Like, mermaids have been around in this world. And I didn't pick up on that until like halfway through because usually you'd be like, holy shit, a mermaid. But they're like, oh, sweet. Like, it's like they're real. They're real mermaids. Let's use them in this show. And then but then later you meet Triton, I think his name was, who was like a merman and who had his horn snapped off. Like, oh, okay. So they're in this society. They're uncommon. But you just happen to now have these two mermaids. And I'm sorry, the the mermussy. <laughs> <laughs> I, the first yeah. thing that the guy does when meeting the two mermaids as he goes up and you know he dribbles the water on them and he's like okay now where's yeah (laughs) where's he and he he sticks his finger in it
2: yeah there was (laughs) that was and i think that was the moment when i was sitting there i went what did i just get myself into (laughs) hold on a second here well, what is actually? This is not horror. This is not Sweetie Todd. Like it was, but it's nice
1: so. Not no, not that wasn't the biggest W T F moment. We'll get to that later. Yeah, but
0: I think I mean perhaps not horror in the sense of like. I mean, it has some gory spots, but it's not. You know, there's not stuff jumping out at you. It's not. There is a certain horror to just the notion that a man would stumble upon this wondrous. Mythological thing, and his first thought, of course, because he's a fucking man, is okay. But
2: how do I fuck it <laughs> like, yeah? Was, you know, there definitely, there definitely is a little. The, the shock, oh the God. shock was very much there, and I think that was because there was like a, there was a couple times that we paused. It, the first time we watched it, uh, we had to go up. We were getting food and stuff like that. But there was, I think, there was a solid moment where we paused and looked at each other and went, "What the hell just yeah, happened?" Because happened?
1: it was it just happened.
2: It was it was definitely that that moment I think kind of set the tone for what was going on, and I think from that moment on, after you know the introduction of the sisters, after they're introduced and they start with their whole uh, club shtick, I think the the whole film takes something of a sinister undertone, and it, it, it I chewed on it after it was done, and it's that idea of victimization, that idea of like okay. Are, are they being taken advantage of? Are the sisters being taken advantage of? Do they really want to be there? Is there something else going on? And then uh, the whole time that we were looking at it, I made a comment uh, to Mary about who's actually the hostage here, because these guys are sirens, right? And they're singing. So I I, I feel like they could have, there could have been something more with that too. I feel like that was an avenue that wasn't really explored as well as it could have been, because these are, fucking sirens they sing as they're singing they're entrancing people and it they may or may not have a will about it they might just be there because that's part of the magic of who they are and i thought that avenue was was explored a little bit the fact that you know the first introduction right when they're in there and they're in the back they're not even singing like they're kind of humming along but the fact that as they're humming along the whole club is dancing for this musical number, everybody's bopping along, and nobody seems to think that that's weird. Nobody makes a comment about it, but literally everyone is dancing. You never see that again in the movie. I thought that was a really cool avenue that they could have explored more.
1: They on, do, though, a little bit with a the, little bit, right? The, okay, so other what the fuck moments, but with the policewoman, like we know their their voice does have powers because the after golden. Eat. was a golden or silver who it was oh. golden who eats that guy from the club and leaves his body in the car and then the police woman comes to the club golden basically seduces her and then there was um lesbian uh mermaid sex where she was literally scissoring a mermaid (laughs) it was super weird and i'm like first of all that's gotta as a woman that's gotta hurt really bad like there's spines on that thing but afterwards like the the police woman you see her again on tv and they're like oh we have no leads so we know that their voices have like a little bit of control but they've got like those mermaid i i like how the mermaids as characters were developed like the echolocation the fact that they could communicate With echolocation, like being right next to each other, like
2: yeah, there was something going on, or whatever it was.
1: That was so cool. I loved that part of it because I'm like, okay, these are fish people. I think I'm just gonna take my
0: notes here and throw them, throw them across the room because we're. (laughs) No, it's good. Usually, I gotta kind of guide people and you know go step by step, but we're jumping all over the place. But because you guys are like in it, so I mean, it's you know, it's all good
1: about that movie.
0: Yeah, I would disagree with you a bit, Joe. There about as far as seeing the effects of because yeah, they aren't just mermaids; they are sirens. Mm-hmm. And there is the second scene, the holy moly song, which I knew you would appreciate.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah, I where the girls people. the girls are dressed the like sequined Mad Max people like, but <laughs> yeah, but they there like they get the entire crowd, including like old people, like like it's a rave, like. Yeah. going crazy dancing so once they're actually singing they're really driving people to like into like a fervor right and then the fact that once once they leave the i i don't i guess we never know for sure if they're because like is my tech their son the figs and dates are they a family i assumed so i assumed it was Great. mom and dad and their oh, son
1: oh good
2: question it was such a weird dynamic, and even if they, if if the kid wasn't the son, they certainly treated him like the son of the family. There Little. definitely was the father mother role with, uh, yeah, with his name was Mytek, wasn't it, or it was, uh, yeah, yeah, The one the, silver yeah, was, falls for. Yeah, yeah. There was definitely that. There was definitely that like mother father relationship in the family unit. Now, obviously, a very broken family. Oh a very you know pseudo pseudo functional family even in even from the snippets before the two show up I think there was that level of dysfunction that kind of that made them interesting they certainly were an interesting group to follow not necessarily the best individuals out there they definitely had their own problems that you know silver and golden definitely brought to the forefront about uh you know and
1: but the mother is like oh my girls and like at the beginning at least yeah, very what the motivated. hell was that it's almost adopting them but then she's got right. that dream where that
2: like, dream almost made me walk adopt, out
1: of one yeah. another <laughs> moment where she's like she's got that dream and she's lying there and she's like breastfeeding golden and silver and then she herself has like a huge mermaid tail as well so like she's a mermaid so like yeah, everybody in that in that movie had problems, yeah. but it's a nightclub '80s drug scene. I I mean, if you're in the whole cabaret, no, for lack of a better term, freak business. show
2: that they were trying freak, to put yeah. on, they definitely and that was the thing too was the owner was very adamant on well you know this is an adult themed club, but when you go through and look at it, it's very much they're interested in you know the not not the normal they're interested in the abnormal they want people there that are unique and have their own different talents which is fine like that that as a scene is what is is interesting to have a story take place but i thought they they flirted with the idea of these two are up to no good and i think it it was always that undertow and it always had me questioning you know how much How much of what's going on is people really want to be a part of this and how much of going on is their magic that they have that they're able to do this to these people. And, you know, maybe it would maybe it's just my own personal preference if the whole movie would have been a psychological piece about that and you know they could have worked in the musical numbers I feel like you know they maybe wouldn't have been as deep but it certainly would have uh, certainly would have still had a lot going on but that was one of my favorite parts was that questioning of you know how innocent are these two and you'd certainly see especially with golden you see that primal side way more than you do silver with silver golden, yeah
1: silver is the innocent one golden looks like she wants to eat someone 24/7. all the
2: time all the time <laughs> you watch her and, and like that was that was where i think the strongest horror elements came from was you know how's golden going to react to this what's golden going to do how is she going to uh, hunt and i thought the one hunt scene was done very well but i guess maybe it's just my own you know <laughs> lens of viewing horror movies i was expecting more of that i was expecting more hunt scenes as the as the thing went on
1: more more horror aspects yeah
0: but when the sirens
2: yeah. I like. Uh, i, I like leave
0: and are gone that sort of that dysfunction that was maybe bubbling under the surface combined with sort of the guilt maybe of what they've done yeah the family and then also just i i think what they're trying to get across because once the sirens are gone they are so depressed that they can't even like move and feed themselves so the lady has to come in and put them on a glucose iv so they don't (laughs) dehydrate to death right but, and I think, but I think that's their absence, you know. They've become so addicted to being around them and hearing that voice that when it's gone, you know, like they say oh. that hell, hell isn't a place, it's just the absence of God, right? Like once you've right. been in the presence of God to be removed from it, that's hell. It's kind of like right. that, I think, to where like they were so with them all the time, and then suddenly they're gone, and your whole world. And the movie up to that point is kind of bright and sparkly and then you get to that scene and it's it's the most dark <laughs> like depressing yeah. grayscale, you know wow. almost black and white and there's a great transition there too from when they're when they were smashing the pillows around and the feathers are flying and then it transitions to the outside where the snow is falling like that was a
2: really good transition too there was a lot of really great transitions sentiment, it's sentiment. A great <laughs> looking oh, it's, it's so good it's and a and great
1: the- looking film
2: I mean, the framing all was good. I thought uh, transitions between musical numbers were done very well, especially in the first half of the film. Um, nothing felt too jarring. Nothing felt too disconnected. Uh, they did a good job of linking all of the scenes I thought that way too.
1: Disconnected, like
2: Oh god, don't go, oh, don't go there yet. Oh, don't go there yet. We're not there yet. No,
1: we are oh, there. We are god. there, because he said the word disconnected. Yeah, we're kind of and wherever
0: silver. we want to be, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And Silver wants to be human so bad, and this was definitely, I'm just like, okay, this is, you know, original Ariel the Little Mermaid throwback, not the Disney one. But, like, the original fairy tale, it's not, she's not making a deal with a sea witch to get legs, like, for some reason, and completely conscious and coherent and aware of what's going on. You know, they lay her out on a bed of ice, and that other, you know, human girl... Who we don't even know, find out what happens to her. Nope. Who's that girl? Also is, yeah. Who is she? What is she like? She wants to be a mermaid, clearly, because they cut them straight. <laughs> like magician Sawchick just chops those puppies in half, swaps their their pelvis downward, and sews them back up. And we see, you know, Silver in a wheelchair later, and you know, obviously, it's very, it's like painful for her. And her voice is gone now, cause even silver or no, golden was like if you cut cut off your tail, you'll you'll lose your voice. And she's like, no, 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 that's not real. Well, then she does it. And she's like singing, singing, singing as she's getting chopped in two, and then, boop, like there goes her voice. So
2: and that was when it was the most clear to me that this is definitely the little mermaid. That's when I that at that, that moment yeah, I was like, like okay. That's- that's that's where the influence comes from. So to recap for people that are listening, uh, <laughs> here's here's the here's the general outline. I would yeah, I would hope that people would go and usually I think yeah. people watch the movie
0: ahead of time, but not, not always. Now. So, but I, I would right. suggest so, it with this one because it's oh you, my you haven't mind. seen anything yeah. like it. So at the very it, least,
2: it, and without you know, obviously we're spoiling the bejesus out of it, which is fine. But general recap here: two sirens come out of the water. The two sirens meet up with a cabaret nightclub 80s Polish disco scene, hang out with a family. Uh, Shenanigans ensue. All kinds of, uh, forgive the phrase, fucky-wucky bullshit happens, uh, where they're singing and there's all of these weird undertones and overtones that happen. A lot of questions get asked about, you know, what are these things, what's happening and one of the sisters silver falls in love at that point and that's where we're at right now silver falls in love decides she wants to give up her tail decides she wants to live on land because she really wants to be with this guy golden her sister um and can i just say i really liked the names i liked the name silver and golden and the fact that they were opposite as weird as that was that little tidbit actually worked for me the idea that silver is the one that isn't the dark one she's the light like really in your face like flowery one She's that yeah. she, it's it's it was just a weird like little way to make sure that the audience remembered which was which I thought that was kind of cool but then you had uh golden who was very much did not live up to her namesake was very much the dark one the predator and there's it's the movie plays with the idea too of that juxtaposition of the two of them i thought brilliantly but up to that point silver had been a mermaid and at that point that she had gotten cut that's where the little mermaid kind of folklore steps in where she has to if she gives up her legs or she gives up her tail for legs she has to make
1: has to get married to Mirtek. Mirtek.
2: yeah Mirtek.
1: Yeah. Then he he kind of screws her. Well, oh my God! Literally, he screws her, and then they find out it doesn't work because they waited two days after. Yeah, I got she gets so
0: many issues with this guy. Because <laughs> like first, first thought, in in her defense, she did try to do this without all that rigmarole. Like she got in the tub and she was like, you know, hey, I like you, come fuck my fish pussy. <laughs> and he's like, no, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> you know?
1: we'll some, we'll marmal, see? <laughs> yeah. It did appear
0: like she would, like, blow him and stuff, so there's something going on, you know? Right, right. But that's not, a, you know, that's certainly not probably doing much for her. But, but yeah, yeah. yeah, because the thing we have not mentioned is that when they have their human legs, they're smooth, they're Barbie Kendall smooth.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: There's so no butt cheeks.
2: And I guess that, yeah, we probably should back up and explain <laughs> that too. When they're, When they are on land, we just jumped a little. (laughs) When they are on land, when they're out of the water, they're able to walk normally. So they're able to blend in. But there was something else there that wasn't explained. And that was the other thing that I kept coming back to the more that I thought about. Why is it that they end up getting the point that they like pass out? Why is it that when they go to the club, the first time they go to the club and they're all talking, whatever, they straight up pass out and the club owner comes in because they need water? But it wasn't like really, it didn't, it seemed to be very selective in how they brought it up because it was an issue one time and they established it as an issue one time there was more i felt like they could have done with that that could have been something more of a either a plot driving device or a conflict a mini conflict that needed to be resolved at one point because there was that one time that they both passed out and they tossed them into the pool and it was very jarring and they made it look very unnatural and very uncomfortable for them but it kind of set the precedent of okay they need to be around water they need to be in water and they did that and then never addressed it for the rest of the movie and i was kind of like why why set that up if you're not going to use that later on why not make it so that when they're on land they can just be on land and the same thing with the character triton triton is has no problems being on land for extended periods of time and he doesn't seem to have an issue with that but yeah neither here nor there at that point there was too much distraction with fish pussy and everything else. Like, <laughs> like it was. Ooh.
0: But Triton like, had also given up. Much like she gives up her tail, he had he had lost one horn to a fisherman, and then he tore the other one out himself. So maybe that I had remember. already severed his
2: bond with whatever. But and you know the
1: counter.
2: Yeah, and the, the counterpoint he
1: didn't.
2: Yeah, the counterpoint to that though too was he made the comment. You know, jumping. You know, and without spoiling the ending because we'll get there. But he makes a statement at the ending of the film that was for some reason stuck with me of we are tourists here. Remember that we don't live here. We're on vacation. Like the idea that he still connects to whatever world. And I'm okay with the mystery of like the mermaid world. We didn't need to see all that for this story, but he makes that comment of we're still tourists here. Makes me think that he doesn't, you know, he has a plan. Uh, to go back he has a plan that he doesn't necessarily see himself as with the heat.
1: I'd like to see more of Triton
2: yeah Triton I
1: would have liked more of Triton as a
2: character like the uh, that was that was impressive I liked how they handled that character because it added uh with including him it added that depth and it handed added that realism of this is not a this is not a one-off thing these two aren't unique there's other mermaids that have done this before in the past
1: mm-hmm
0: and he also gets to serve as sort of an exposition character to explain to, you know, because the girls are maybe don't know the rules, or are still young and naive, so you have somebody from their world to, that can explain to them like, hey, don't do this.
2: <laughs> You're fucking up right now. There's going to be right.
0: repercussions.
2: You know? Right. And he, he he would have been He could have been utilized, I feel like, as, but at the same time, that would have been a disservice to his character. I don't know that he was misused. I thought he was used actually very appropriately because he did give the exposition, you're right, but he wasn't overbearing. You know, his namesake, Triton from the original Little Mermaid is the father figure. But even in the original book, if, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm pretty sure he was pretty absent in the book. And obviously Disney did their own take because Disney does their own take on all of it where Triton is very much in the story. But Triton was mentioned in the original source material, the original fairy tale. And then in this movie, he's, he's there to, you're right, serve as the exposition, but he's also... He's kind of there in the background. He doesn't need to do anything other than tell the girls, don't do this. You're going to fuck up. And they, of course, do it and fuck up. And one of them decides to literally get sawed in half on an ice table, which that was the moment that broke the realism for me, too, because holy shit, she. Singing while being cut in half. She's being cut in half, and there's an alive human girl next to her. Anatomy and physiology. Says that so you've got work.
1: mermaids walking around, and you're gonna argue about like, I oh, well,
2: that's unrealistic. And that and
1: was uh... very American Mary. That film. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved American Mary from 2012, the Canadian film. And it just immediately brought to mind the Sosco sisters, like the uh, the extreme body mod twins who go to, you know, marry the, the medical student and they want to be like so close to each other. We want you to swap our left arms. And for them, it's even more, I guess, more believable because they're identical twins. So like down to their DNA, like their body would accept that. But that gave me American Mary... Vibes, and then the whole smooth like Barbie and Ken dolls, the the Betty Boop wanna be. So like the woman who initially like gets that med student into the underground like body mod uh, uh-huh. scene. Like she had her um her hoo ha, you know, stitched up and her nipples taken off. And I'm just I was just getting American Mary vibes throughout the film, and then the whole like the duality of the sisters. I was getting. Uh, Ginger Snaps vibes, um, a the werewolf one. Mm-hmm. It was like a mix of American Mary and Ginger Snaps, and and Sweeney Todd. Like if you take those three movies and blend them all together, you get this film, which is why I loved it. <laughs> Plus the folklore and the okay, the sea foam bit was was kind of sad. I got I got upset about the ending with with the sea foam. So but it's I good guess, it's
0: I love it. it's good that they kept intact the original darker, you know, the Hans Christian Andersen not the Disney thing, you know. And that shot was mm-hmm. done so well too where again, <laughs> we're jumping all over whatever. <laughs> yeah, she has to talking? if if she she's lost her voice, he has rather than fallen in love with her back has married some girl he met at the recording studio, but they've been in but they still they, they go to their wedding on this boat anyway. And it's like the party's over the sun is coming up and she just goes and we're we don't know if she's because she has until the sun is up to eat his heart or whatever to reverse her problems and get her voice back and her teeth are out and her sister's watching her to make sure and they're slow are they sisters first off because they do kind of make out at one point but i guess it doesn't matter but (laughs) but yeah but she's just kind of holding him and you don't know if she's going to eat him or not and she doesn't the teeth go away and then he turns, you can see her head on his shoulder and he turns slightly, and you can't really see the cut. But when he turns a little more, where her arm should be, there's just foam and he's just covered with sea
1: foam. Oh, yeah, so that, well I, done. I, I, I thought, thought that was really okay. beautifully. And then just, it immediately, he's like, Whoa! and like, so obviously he starts freaking out because he had no idea, but then it pans over to where Golden is and she's just devastated. I was so sad for her. And she, which, it, which this is kind of, again, Ginger snaps where at the end where Ginger's a werewolf and her sister, uh, she was trying to feed like Sam, like their friend to the sister and the sister wouldn't, wouldn't do it. And so G- Ginger kills him anyway. Once again, it's a Ginger snaps throwback. Cause Golden is like, oh my God, my sister is dead. Fuck you. And rips his heart out. So... I would uh like
0: and swims away.
1: Yeah, and she swims away like in her very fashionable like red leather jacket which probably shouldn't
0: But also get in wet full enough. view of like whoever's left on this boat. So again, it's
2: yeah, yeah no. it's a it's a world, it's a
0: world yeah. where this folklore is known and accepted. You just don't see it very often or
2: something like that. So yeah. yeah.
1: People are aware of it. So to People are aware
2: of it. To recap one more time, she gets cut in half. She gets her legs stitched on. She does the dance, or she, uh, they, her and the, the Wojciech or whatever. I can't even remember his name right now. My tech, to, the young, My tech, there it is. My, my tech. When her and my tech want to get back together, they try to, they try to, you know, sleep together to kind of consummate the relationship. Uh, it's way too early after the surgery. He, she ends up Blood bleeding everywhere. on him, freaks him out. He goes to leave, meet somebody else. She's devastated. And uh, then they have the marriage scene and then everything happens at that point where she ends up turning into sea foam. And then roll credits at that point.
1: And she should have ate him. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, or at, the, way, him. or at the very
0: least, Golden should have, once Golden saw this is the path we're on, if I want to save my sister, I need to fucking kill this guy yeah. before mm-hmm. she goes through with it. If he's out of the picture, she's not going to cut her legs off. <laughs> or she's not gonna, you know, she's not gonna cut her tail off and get to replace with legs and lose her voice. It's shocking to me that, I mean, I guess you don't have a movie then, but I mean, with, right. you would think. <laughs> Golden, who is them.
2: not afraid to kill people, would just be like, fuck this guy. There's enough moments like yeah. that, too, that set up Golden's character to be that person. But I think it's natural as an audience member to look at that and go why what's the hold up? I just watched you seduce a guy in a bar and you're laying out all these traps for other men that you're going to eat them. Why not just make this okay. easy for your sister? They they fight all the time and it kind of shows in one of the scenes that they're used the to fighting. Fight. The cat fight that they had. That I oh, thought that, that was, was so an cool.
1: I thought that they was shoot an impressive. They're like cats and are like growling at each other and I'm like, "Oh, it's a cat fight. It's a- catfish fight
2: yeah oh my god
1: sorry that's
2: fine (laughs) but it's it's very it's i don't know it sets up all these different like conflicts that can happen but i don't i don't necessarily know that it cashes in on all of them that was one of them too that was a question that i had of why let it get to this point why not just kill him and then you guys go to america
1: get rid of it i would have loved to see that like this movie it could have taken a different turn but yeah if if golden was straight up just like cause silver later once silver is like in love in love with with him she's and golden's like don't chop your legs off she's like uh she threatens golden silver's like if you try to stop if you try to stop me I'll never sing with you again or something like that. So at that point Golden was just like resigned but yeah like kill him kill him off earlier and then swim to America. Would have would have loved to see that. Just saying.
0: Yeah, I mean, she probably had to balance, you know, the wanting to protect her from this thing, but also wanting to let her have free will and, you know, in the hopes that, you know, maybe, maybe this will work out. I don't care about this fucking guy, but she loves him. I don't want her to be heartbroken because it's not like she took Golden with her. It's like, you're coming with me while I have this fucked up back alley surgery. You're going to, you know, she went and (laughs) she went and did it like she just took my tech with her. So by the, you know, it was probably too late by the time it happened. She maybe didn't yeah. think she would
2: actually go through with it until it was too late. So, who knows?
1: Yeah, that was it. Was, that sad. was
2: sad. It was sad. But I, I, I mean, yeah. It set up. It set up a lot of different things. It didn't pay off all of them, but it certainly set off enough and had enough of a payoff that I think if you're the one, like I said, the one criticism, like the, the legitimate criticism that I have, it still didn't feel like a horror film. It, it was an experience. It isn't one that I would ever trade again because I thought it was awesome to watch that movie. But it is if you're going into it expecting a horror movie, you're going to not know. And this is, (laughs) we actually, we saw this earlier, uh, and it's kind of a fun fact about the film and how it was marketed in Poland. This film was not marketed well at all in Poland. Very tell it. Do You wanna say it or no? Go ahead. Okay. So uh in Poland, uh they they undermarketed the film and the only times that they had uh, really made a poster, apparently they made a very Chicago esque poster where you had, you know, the scene where they're up on stage and it's the three of them, it's the mom and then golden and silver in the, the background, red
1: berets, with the red berets. Stage.
2: And then at the bottom there was, you know, just a just a generic cut of very eighties style color palette and it had the lure in the middle. And there was very lim- limited commercial like exposure or anything like that. But when the film came out, a lot of audience members came out and were confused and like angry because they went, what? where the hell wh- there's mermaids?
1: What, what did the I shit love? am I
2: watching? I thought I was watching a musical. They marketed it as a musical. The old, they didn't even the the lure poster that we know of wasn't released until it had the American translation was released stateside. It was not released with that promo material. So a lot of people in Poland just had no idea what they were getting into. So as much as I'm like, yeah, I'm kind of like, you know, it, it wasn't a horrible, I can't even imagine being an audience member going into this like, yeah, it's going to be like Chicago. And then you sit down and you're like, what the hell? The fish lady has teeth? What's going on? Like that was...
1: Half like... the time, the characters are all just trying to get some tail. Oh, yeah. Okay. Hey!
0: Dude, <laughs> I'll never show a good pun. You're going to have at it. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, no, what have you done? No, that just that reminds me of, had that had a lot to do with kind of the failure, well, there was a couple different things, but the failure of Donnie Darko when it came out, in this country anyway, because they marketed that. If you remember, the trailers for that movie made it look like a slasher movie. Like, it's lots of shots of Jake Gyllenhaal with the axe when he's going to go break the pipes at the school, and just the bunny. And so people went into it expecting, like, This creepy horror movie, and it's not that at all. And so people, you know, were mad about it. It also opened the weekend of nine eleven. So, you know, the weekend after nine eleven. So that didn't help either. (laughs) Yeah, that was people. People were not looking to go see movies where jet engines are falling on people. That was so. (laughs) It was doomed. (laughs) But, But yeah, it just goes to show that marketing is. You know, I think we make fun of it sometimes, but it's. And yeah, we could definitely use a lot less trailers that show you the entire fucking movie, but marketing isn't important. <laughs> you gotta, you know, because <laughs> yeah. if you're showing people the wrong thing, they're going to have the wrong idea or not care. And so it's, you know, it's probably trickier than we think. Yeah.
1: Well, and even on, um, on like, Google, so...
2: Oh, yeah. We
1: went in, the synopsis is completely wrong. We went in expecting a love triangle because Google literally says, if you just look at the lure... It's a, a story about two carnivorous mermaid sisters who fall for the same man. That is not. What not <laughs> that's <Yeah>. not <laughs> golden, like very briefly, like is a little bit interested because but then like whoop, like as soon as the next guy comes along, she'll she'll like seduce anyone. And Silver's the one who falls in love. Silver wants love. Golden wants food food and a fun time and then at some point, like revenge, or for things to go back to normal. So, I was very confused about what the
2: about where that love line. <laughs> that's was a terrible
0: description. Um, yeah, I, I feel ah, like perfect. Silver is the only reason that they're even there because the first time we see them, because we see Mytek and the parents, he's playing guitar on the beach and singing, and it's just her looking out of the water at him. So it's her sort of enthralled with him initially and then golden kind of pops up behind her like what's going on what 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 are we doing up here (laughs) you know so i think it was kind it was she kind of initiated them going on land at all right so yeah that makes sense
1: no it does because silver is the soprano and golden is the alto i love that they did that with their voices because it turned out like beautifully silver starts singing first or yeah silver starts singing first and then golden pops up behind her and then like joins in because like oh my sister is singing and like what like what's going on like okay we're singing and let's lure these people in but yeah instead of like okay we're here for a snack on our way to america (laughs) they actually go up on land i yeah even from the beginning when when she popped up out of the water she just looked straight up predatory where silver was very much like oh like very innocent and Excited, inquisitive, yeah. yeah, and inquisitive, and Golden, the one who was like, "I'm gonna fucking eat you. You look delicious." But yeah, I, I would have, I don't know, I would have killed to see more, more countries, maybe, or like, and and I know Joe had said um, like, "Oh, I'm fine, not you know, seeing like their world." I would have loved to see more mer people or them underwater you know, more. I would, I more than just the pool. Even like, just I would have loved-
2: cut. I feel like one cut, just enough that the audience knows, OK, there is just to establish within this world the rules of what's going on, because that was the, that was a serious hiccup for me was the fact that, holy shit. OK, there's Triton, but they're talking so conversely and they drop that nugget at the end of we're again, we are just tourists here. We are. This isn't we're our just on vacation. We're just on vacation. We, you know, keep in mind, you have a home. Like just dropping that at the end and kind of tantalizing that that last shot when they when they were just kind of panning over the reef just to show something in the background. I yeah. know it would have broken it probably would have broken every budget that they had. This film didn't have a huge budget to start, <laughs> but like something like that just to show, hey, there is something else. she is going somewhere else now, not just out in the open, and maybe it would have spoiled the mood. I don't know the mood was very vacant and very uh very I want depressing. more lower. Yeah, just a little bit more I story, I think, could have helped. Lore, lore. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm lured in by the promise of the lore.
0: Yeah, it probably was not a huge budget, but I feel like the budget they had, they used to maximum effect, like, she, like Mary was talking about at the beginning, is the combination of the prosthetic, animatronic, gotcha. tails, whatever, and the CGI, because there's not a ton of CGI, but... Cause I mean, cause you can spot bad CGI a mile away. Right. But yeah. the main kind of CGI moment in the movie is after golden kills the guy in the car that she seduced and then is crawling into the water. You can tell that the tail is CGI, but the way that it's moving with her body motion as she's trying to like <laughs> go right. army crawl her way to get to the water across the sand
2: looks so legit. So they did such, They did a really good job with that. Yeah. yeah. I- That was the only time that I clocked CGI as well. Everything else looked practical or near practical to where they at least had a practical base and they were just overlaying some effects rather than just fully CGI on the tail. But yeah, that was the only time that I had clocked it was a CGI tail as well.
1: Well, and apparently the tails are supposed to be, like they were very specific because I was thinking about it in the beginning and I'm like, well, actually I've never really seen A bunch of them, but they're supposed to be eel like.
0: that's what I was gonna say was they they look more like an eel than they do the little mermaid cartoon that you think of with the two fins kind of split off.
1: Yeah, it's the eel they're eel tails, really, and there's no there's no clam booby bras. It's just titties everywhere. And oh yeah,
2: they're just constantly walking around
0: naked. (laughs)
2: Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, that's what bringing up too for this podcast is uh, if you are thinking of watching this movie with little ones, fucking don't because there are yet <laughs> everywhere. There are boobs everywhere. There is it is nudity. There are fish titties every which way you look. So just brace yourself for that because you're going you're gonna to be seeing. Fish titties yeah. and
1: mermazy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think you're going to be
0: seeing. I think the, the, the cutting girls in half scene is worse than yeah. that. But like, I'd be yeah. more worried about that than seeing some boobs. But yeah
2: right that was and that, i guess that's that was true. the that was the big moment i think that was my big what the fuck moment was as soon as they were cutting off because first off like background like with science i was like no that's not how that works hang the fuck on but then again mary from across the couch yelling at me no this is there's mermaids shut up and i was like, yeah you're right but there's,
1: was, there's mermaids. shut
2: up <laughs> yeah but it was it that that was the moment that it was kind of like holy shit there's a horror element to this there's a little bit of body horror going on there so yeah i like i said i wouldn't I wouldn't take this experience away. I thought it was a very interesting movie. Definitely the first time you watch it, I can see it having a much bigger impact on you. I feel like if I was to watch it again, I would just nitpick the bejesus out of it.
0: I feel like the music, especially too, I remember the first time I saw it being like, this, the, ooh, this is nonstop bangers. This soundtrack rules. And then watching this, time, I was like, yeah, it's fine.
2: Yeah. I mean, some yeah, of the songs I...
0: are really good and some of them are kind of like, oh, all right. <laughs> you know. But yeah. what I did find really interesting about it is I think maybe I'm totally wrong about this, correct me, if you know, but I feel like usually when you're watching uh, songs being sung in a foreign language, that they are written to rhyme in that language, they don't rhyme in English. Does that make sense? Yeah. But the songs in this seemed, well, they for sure rhymed in English, but they also seemed from listening to also rhyme in Polish, which I found very interesting that they could, how do you do that? (laughs)
2: And there was yeah, yeah there was a there was a handful of songs definitely that had that going on. I think the Polish rhymes definitely were there, and the cadence was a little bit stronger. So you may not know this about me. My second language is actually German. So like okay. we, I, did, I did not know that I, when I was in college. I did a whole uh, we actually did a film study for foreign language films uh, where we went over like in German like how all this works and everything else. But with with songs, it's really hard to go from English to to anything else because the English language is a nightmare and a half but uh, the polish the polish definitely had a rhythm and a rhyme to it but you, you're 100 percent right with uh with some of them really you were like yeah this is a bop holy god the one the the depression song they were singing at the end i didn't like that one as much i thought there were better songs in the movie than the one that they chose to end with i it, it, maybe that's just a personal opinion but i was like there's there's other ones in there that i thought i was bopping along to a lot better Oh like the end, like during the end credits, you mean? Or during the or when they were on the boat. During the very last scene where they're all singing along. Oh and okay. It's the one about sad and gloomy, I think is the name of the song. Or yeah. Oh,
1: we're all gloomy now or Yeah. There's
0: Golden's Golden song from earlier, which is a cool scene too, where everyone is frozen but her and she's sort of walking in
2: through the room. I thought that I thought the Yes, I thought the use yeah. of that song was really well done the first time. I didn't think of it like as a bop though. I thought of it more exactly. as like <laughs> that was yeah that that was that that one. I felt like they could have picked a different one from the from the, the
1: music was all over the place. Yeah, yeah. The bops
0: for me are the the holy moly song. Mm. I don't know if that's what it's called, but that's they say it in there. But yep. where they're dressed like super like punker, you know, like road warrior or something. That right. one rules, and I actually really if like I'm the the glucose IV drip song too, when they're all just laying around with the, is this, what's the line they repeat over and over? I don't remember, but not, is this all there is? Is it done? I don't know. Whatever.
2: Yeah. It was very good. That, that one was very, that, that scene though also was really weird. Just as a, as a side, like watching it, I was like, So, because I had, when we had originally watched it, I thought it was a drug overdose. I thought she was coming in and and trying to bring them out of a drug overdose, and they'd worked themselves into a stupor. But the depression also makes sense, too, in the light of it. Maybe that's just, you know, maybe we missed that, that maybe it said glucose in Polish on the IV drip. It It says it in in English, actually. I did did not catch that then. I I,
1: I didn't see that.
2: I was, I was, we were... Yeah. Well,
1: specifically what Heath was talking about earlier about being so addicted to like the sirens and then like it's gone. So it's almost like they were going through a withdrawal and then they they come back. I think we completely skipped over the fact that Silver (laughs) and Golden come back. And as soon as they did, oh, we're not mad. But then Golden bites the guy's thumb off and he just like lets it happen. He's like, ah. And then there's, but then they're all like back together at the club. So it's like you're. It's like, are you sacrificing a bit of yourself because now you have your drug back? But your drug is the sirens. So I, I don't know. I thought that was interesting. Just how <laughs> Nom just takes the thumb. Okay, everything's forgiven. We're good.
0: But they had they had Which, a window there where they got to see because they were so enamored and so in with the sirens that when they were gone and the depression and everything, and they had a fight where my tech and dad were fist fighting and he winds up punching the wife in the face as well. And then when they come back and everything seems all better, but it's still, they're still haunted by that. Like there's still effects of that because there's a point where the dad like leaves his wedding ring on the table and like kisses her hand while she's sleeping and then leaves. So like he like, so they wind wind up getting divorced or whatever, you know, because he can't, the cracks have shown now you can see that like oh we're this super dysfunctional (laughs) fucked up family
2: and we can't do this anymore you know yeah that that side point and that was that was probably i thought one of the stronger scenes is you saw it coming you knew it was coming but it was still executed so beautifully of him taking off the ring and just that pause that he makes when he's walking out the door and he you see him stop and freeze and he kind of looks over his shoulder and then he leaves at that moment it Lights gives a
1: cigarette it takes yeah. a moment to light a cigarette
2: it it gives it just a little bit more weight to it of he knows what he's doing is gonna probably ruin this family and he's walking away from it but he's doing it because he knows that that's what needs to happen because yeah the, the cracks had shown at that point the sirens had exposed all of the issues within so i think that's the other credit to this movie is how multi-layered it is and how there are, you know, not all of the story beats he hit, but there's, there's enough story beats there that look, pretty, that, that look pretty good and end up doing a pretty good job of telling a somewhat deep story.
0: Well, and it also he had,
2: know. we never see it, but it's
0: strongly hinted that he was also fucking at least one of them. We don't know which one, yes. but because there's a scene yes. where him and the wife are in bed making out. It's when she's having her fantasy about breastfeeding. It's like she's imagining, because he's like going to town on her boob, And she's imagining that it's them breastfeeding instead of him, like doing foreplay. Right. (laughs) But then when they, she like she snaps out of it, and then she's like, "Why do you smell like fish? Particularly your fingers." And it's like, oh, like okay, hold on. Like we never see any of it. So, yeah. yeah. So he's been. There's also a really cool scene because you were talking about who's the victims here, who's being used, who's. Right. One of my favorite scenes is when they're they're all sitting around they're having a good time it's a strange music number as far as like cuz there's something on TV about a drummer or whatever and the dad gets up and he's yeah. doing this weird in english like drum solo pantomime thing and everybody's like laughing and having a good time and then they sit back down and the news report comes on about the guy who got murdered on the beach and everyone in the room starts giving golden side eye one at a time like it's silver first looking at her like what the fuck did you eat a guy yeah. and everyone else in the room slowly dawning like oh shit and then <laughs> the punch
2: scene.
0: <laughs> Fuck what was it?
2: I don't remember what my punch oh, was. Oh yeah. There. Shit. I lost my train of thought.
0: <laughs> God damn
2: No, it. but the, the uh the moment when they're you were talking about how they're all side eyeing her and there was that moment when there was the, you're right, that dawning of realization of who's being used here and are we safe? You kinda had that moment where they realized it we might be it. in we might be in real mortal danger with these two in yeah. the room and I, it like it was jarring when it happened i was not surprised so at that moment when they stand up and the dad just fucking cold clocks both of them <laughs> as hard as he can and he thinks that he's killed them i was not surprised at all because that was kind of like the shattering of the mirage of what these two were because they had that news story and it was very visceral and in your face and they knew beyond a shadow of that when they're like it was one man and a reptilian creature and you could Feel the tension in the room and then golden leaves and silver follows, but that tension obviously was still there because they have their fight. They have their cat fight scene. And then the dad just walks into the fucking room and just Double fist, cold clocks, both of them, and they wrap them up in a damn rug and throw them off the edge of a bridge, like they're like and Soprano they style. Them. Yeah, they 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 want to they want an Italian mafia them and just be done with it because they know they're in danger. And that that did feel like the breaking of the illusion of like they these these girls are not safe. Something is fucky here. We don't want anything to do with it. We don't want to be next.
0: But I remember where I was going with that. Now it's at the end of that scene. It's after. Golden has run off. Silver jumps up and starts yelling at the mom. She's like, hey, where's all our money at? We've been working nonstop. We would like to, like, go to the roller rink or go see the city. Like, you never let us out of the house, and where's all of our money? And the mom's like, so these are, like, stage parents, you know, who are like, oh, we're holding on to your money for you. Don't worry about it. So that's the kind of because you never really saw the mechanics of it. Prior, it seemed like everybody's happy, everybody's performing. You never really questioned like, where's all this money going? Right until that moment, you realize that like, oh no, they are using, they're using them, like they're using them yeah. to make money and not giving it to them. And it hadn't really occurred to you until that moment. Right. So that's yeah, and, and then I manipul- yeah, and then
2: he goes in and punches them in the face. <laughs> yeah, but that that manipulation ring. I thought yeah, I thought it was it was done interestingly. I don't know if. I don't know if it was my favorite part, but it definitely was done in an interesting manner.
1: It sent the message across very effectively of the whole like young women getting manipulated in that, you know, industry, erotic dancing. And, you know, I'd I'd even just say like trying to become an actress or a singer in general, you think about how many people don't make it so many of them. And yeah, like they do get taken advantage of and they do get not necessarily like pimped out, but people were like, oh yeah, like you're doing great. I'm, I'm your manager or I'm your agent and I'll hold your money for you. And I'm going to make you a star baby. And, and then you could even kind of push that to the point where, where my tech doesn't accept silver as, as she is, you can kind of think about the whole women getting pushed to conform to societal beauty standards I mean, she literally cuts off her tail. She's changing, like, herself. And in a very, you know, like, creature-esque way, she's gorgeous. Like, and maybe this is just me and being, like, a monster lover in general. But, like, I thought they were beautiful just in general. Like, even, not even, not even, even, especially with the eel tail. Like, they were gorgeous creatures. But, like, nope, that doesn't matter. You're not human. You don't look how I want you to. And so she changes. To look like how he wants her to and then even after that happens uh he doesn't get with her so like fuck your conventional beauty standards go be a mermaid well and, <laughs> and even more
0: so has given up her voice for a man yeah. which is that's the yeah, huge literally. moral of the story you know all the way back i mean i don't probably hans christian anderson didn't maybe share this point of view and it just turned out that way but who knows maybe he was very enlightened first time but you know the moral of a little roommate is don't give up your voice for fucking man (laughs) you know yeah because a man will let you down your voice will not
2: yeah the the director went on on multiple interviews and made the comment that that was the most impactful part that she was trying to get across, and that was part of the research. I watched a couple of interviews, obviously translated because I can't speak a fucking. Did more research than me, sir. Hey, that's right. But I, I looked into it, and she made the comment of the the scene in the '80s that her and the screenwriter uh, writer. What was his name? Robert Bostow, apparently, is his name. Uh, They based it off of their own personal experience in the 80s. But uh, the director, she made the comment of how dangerous it was in the 80s for girls, especially what Mary talked about, up-and-coming girls, girls that were trying to get into any kind of industry. There was a very real chance you were going to get trafficked. There was a very real chance you were going to get taken advantage of. And to kind of take that story and subvert it was what she was trying to do, was to show, well, yeah, they're getting taken advantage of. But I want to add a layer of complexity of are they taking advantage of the system themselves too. There's that supernatural element that's still there. But then uh, the screenplay writer or the just the general writer wrote it. He actually had two friends in the 80s, believe it or not. And he wrote Silver and Golden off of his two friends who i i have like a loose quote that he said they were the most dangerous women he ever knew so he kind of took that in a very like and added it to the, add a layer i guess of complexity of like the the siren piece i guess mm-hmm. which interesting. is interesting i thought that was that that added another layer to this whole thing of like where was the inspiration from and it was very much grounded in reality
0: yeah i would say to also... people even if you uh, whether you know if you watch this even if you don't particularly like it there's so much Thought on display, craftsmanship on display. You can see that this was this isn't some shit somebody threw together over the weekend. Like this is a real deal movie that people poured some stuff into. You know what I mean? So, yeah, go ahead. Oh
1: my god, uh, tons. of Well, even at the beginning, I think didn't Joe and I, Joe, didn't we make a joke because like you know how they introduce all of the studios that work on it? With all <laughs> <of> the- so
0: <laughs> many production logos,
1: seven or eight different studios, and we were like, okay, wait, who pro- who produced this movie? People worked on this movie. You know, when the hell's
2: the movie gonna start? Because it was just all yeah. of these beautiful logos, and it was obviously all in Polish again, so we didn't understand beautiful a word videos. of what was on screen. Yeah. But it was we, we were we figured out, yeah, these are all studios. It was like seven, I think, that ended up love, working on it.
1: Love, sweat, tears, and love went into this film, and like you can definitely see that because the whole thing's an experience, even talking about it. You know, for an hour or so, like going all over the place, there's just so much to talk about and so many random things to talk about.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: It is, as I said, something else. (laughs) Something else. Just looking at my notes see if there's anything else I wanted to touch on. I think we did pretty good here. Yeah, the subsonic sort of whale song telepathy that they have back and forth is cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I like that they smelled like fish yeah and that's the
0: first nightclub scene is the boss guy walking in and <laughs> sort of walking through we get like one, this one take shot of him sort of walking through the whole club and meeting a lot of the characters along the way you know and everywhere every room he stops like why is what is that smell? He stops in the kitchen like, are you cooking fish? What's happening Yeah, because the mermaids are in the last room he gets to of course yeah What's that? yeah I think we covered it pretty well in a in a roundabout.
1: Fashion <laughs> <laughs> round about the we got to everything in our in a very it kind of like the
2: movie kind of like the movie we got where kinda we wanted like to
1: we very just we're a,
2: were a little more disjointed than we probably normally would have been and that's fine because it was uh again it was an experience I never got whiplash I thought from a directional standpoint I never really questioned what was happening I knew generally where we were at any point during the movie but. I do, like I said, my I feel like there was, there's a lot there, and Mary was hundred percent right with the lore. There, there's, there's another movie in there. There's another movie that you could do within that
1: universe. I think you could do the lore too. Yeah. Well, what I want to
0: follow now. Follow that random girl whose name we don't even know who got yeah. Silver's tail. What's she doing yeah. now? What's what, she doing? I, but I'm betting it's a real short movie because I bet what happened was she got real excited, went down to the ocean
2: and instantly drowned trying to swim. <laughs> 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 and drowned. <That'd> <laughs> drowned the roll some Yeah, roll cr- Maybe Maybe something like that. Was she at the end? Was she the one at the bench at the end? I feel like you she know. was at the... No, yeah. that wasn't her? No, that was the that IV drip her. girl. Okay, because I know there was the IV drip girl. I thought there was another girl next to the she mom. Ah, oh, yeah, she just disappeared. Okay. Yeah, what, we, don't we don't know what <laughs> happened to her. We don't know what happened to her. I'd watch a movie on Triton. I'd watch a movie on Triton, honestly. Just to I see. want a
1: Triton movie.
2: Yeah, just his to see. His tattoos
1: were cool. He yeah. literally had a Triton on his neck and then a tentacle like around his bicep. I thought his tattoos were cool.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, and there's my tech getting the. When Silver is trying to get in to hook up with her in the bathtub and he won't do it, she takes a scale off of herself. And gives it to him and like makes like a yeah. wish for him and he puts it in his pocket. And then later on, the first time he's like kissing that new girl, he takes the scale out of his pocket and just drops it on the floor and it goes oh, down the drain. This fucking yeah. asshole. This guy. Because also yeah. this girl cut her this girl cut her tail off for you. Got legs just because you needed a vagina. It's not even a, that's yeah. the thing. It's not about her getting legs. It's about her getting a vagina. That's what she needs to make this work. He uh-huh. had legs he yeah. couldn't care about. And just because, yeah, they, did, they didn't They did wait nearly long enough, but she still has fresh surgery sutures from being half of her body sewn to another half of a body. <laughs> yeah. And he's on top of her and he gets up like, oh, God, there's blood on my stomach. Fucking grow up, dude.
2: Yeah, right? You're, you're the
0: right, fact that he was like... that grossed out by that, but, I mean, it's a reminder to him that, like, oh, this is fake. This right. isn't you. This is some random girl, I, you know. But it's what you wanted. It's what you asked for. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Like this guy. Fuck
2: this guy. He was was frustrated. It's the worst. Did not feel bad when he got his silver. Did not feel bad. Did not feel bad at the end. It was definitely deserved and coming at the end point.
1: Mm hmm I was I was sad that Silver died. I'm happy he died. Sad that Silver died. Sad that Golden's alone now. But how sick would it be? So like cool second movie idea. Golden finds the girl who has her sister's tail. Oh shit! And then-
2: that would be a movie. Yeah, that would be a movie.
1: I'd see that.
2: There'd be some. There'd be some shit to explore there. Oh boy! Oh boy! Yeah. Well, so now the
1: question, The question is: so she gets the tail, right? Does she get a voice with the tail? Does she get gills with the tail? Or like, yeah, is it what he said, where she just goes to the water and fucking drowns <laughs> in the first five
0: seconds? I mean, it's over. I, I guess I assume if you if removing the tail from Silver takes all of the, her other supernatural abilities away, I, you would assume that adding a tail to someone would give them the supernatural abilities, like the voice and the whatever. don't know, maybe. Teeth. Yeah, and,
2: and be it real, if we're going to be real freaking granular with it the fact that she was able to stitch back up and she's able to walk in two days like the other girl's gonna be able to swim relatively quick and you would think whatever the hell's gonna happen it's gonna take place pretty quick here i don't know like yeah there's there's rules we don't know as an audience so that's okay i
0: guess the difference for me is for silver trying to get used to her new legs she gets to do that on land on a treadmill the yeah. other girl trying to get used to her tail can only do that in the ocean, and that's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> you don't get to fuck that up too many times.
2: You want to try it at a bathtub? Yeah, okay. Yeah, you better practice yeah. at the
0: local Y first.
2: Yeah, holy <laughs> shit. Oh my World's god. Shorted.
0: Have a spotter, oh that's god. all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, oh my god.
1: Well, Joe, at the beginning, when they tossed them in the pool, Joe's like, is there chlorine in there? Are they going to die? Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's my first thought when they went in. I'm like, that's not an ocean. They could, they're not. They're not going to be okay with that. What the hell?
1: You find two mythical sea creatures and kill them instantly.
2: Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's the movie. Roll credits. Holy oh, bad. Roll
1: credits. They die.
0: And that's the lore, everyone. From 2015, not a perfect film by any means, but uh, an incredibly interesting one at the very least, and definitely worth a watch gonna say any final thoughts, but I think we I think we're good on that, yeah. <laughs> I think we've yeah, we'll all set our piece it. pretty well.
1: Four bucks, go watch it.
0: What what did you say?
1: Four bucks on Amazon Prime video or wherever we got it from. It was oh, did you have to, to pay rent. for
0: this? I thought you guys had HBO Max. I'm sorry. I no, don't no, I never no. intend to don't make do, anyone pay to don't do, do anything.
2: Worry about it. Don't Four worry bucks about for this it. movie Son is to, I
1: would have paid I would have paid twenty bucks to watch this movie.
0: All right. I would have
1: paid twenty bucks to watch this movie. Do not. I
2: assumed you guys had it. I don't know why I thought. We're we're always renting horror movies. Don't even worry about it. I I will say if you're if you're a hyper analytical person, just shut the hell up and turn your brain off and just enjoy the ride. Because the (laughs) the second I was very lucky to have Mary sitting next to me that kind of did that, and I am notorious for being that person. She definitely. Yeah.
0: Shut up. Shut up. It Shut was up.
2: that helped a lot with this film. But then
0: how, how do you how do you then be a big big Star Wars guy? Explain to me how a crossbow can shoot a laser <laughs> bolt that's exactly you six don't... inches long <laughs> well, <laughs> with a string.
2: When I what I and I grew up and watch it, I just this shit was so cool. As an adult, going back and watching it, there's probably a reason that I don't like the <laughs> sequel trilogy as much as I did the prequel because there's a lot of that shit about that doesn't work. Hang on a second, here. There's no sound in space. What the hell? Yeah, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of that where where when you're a kid, you know, you know, you're not as hyper analytical, but as a as an adult, yeah, it's a little little bit harder. <laughs> I'm
0: just I'm just busting your balls. It's fine. Uh, yeah. I just, that time of the episode, where I press the magic button to, to figure out what next week's movie, chosen completely at random from everything streaming, shall be. Pressing the magic button right now. Next week's movie is Devil Woman from 1969. It is on Tubi only. <laughs> so, I mean, it's free to watch then. Devil Woman. Right? It looks like a, a Medusa So we went from mermaids to a Medusa It's from the Philippines So two foreign films in a row That's interesting uh, What's it say here A woman is born with the power to control snakes She uses these powers to seek revenge on the villagers Who killed her parents along with the help of a local gang So that might rule Or it might be a mystery science theater mess we'll, We we shall see But that's everyone's homework for next week Should you choose to accept a devil woman From 1969 on Tubi Interesting.
2: Interesting. Interesting. That's what Interesting. that will be.
0: Where can people find you, wonderful people? Should you choose to be found?
1: Um, we're boring and have have no uh, public social media.
0: Not on Twitter <laughs> no. at all or anything. Uh, not that,
2: that particularly. Not. No, we all right, well, you're, tune into this podcast and we'll we'll I'd probably buy. be around a whole bunch. Hmm. All right. Well, <laughs> I guess I won't. I won't tag
0: you when I post this on twitter (laughs) all right then so no no plugs of any sort other than myself i guess i am as always at Heath Lambert 78 on twitter the show is that's a random p2 the show has an email address that's a random pod at gmail.com if you want to send me strange letters about fish vaginas or anything whatever you have to say i'll listen i'll read it artwork for the show by joe humphrey who is at Mr. Joe Humphrey on Twitter and Slasher. Thank you to my friends, Thank MJ you. and Joe, for taking time out. I'm glad you enjoyed the movie. I just will do this again sometime. Yes. It was a good time. Good guess. Yeah. yeah, I think that'll do it for this week. I always lose my path at the end of me start rambling. Um, <laughs> <laughs> on behalf of myself and MJ and Joe, good week, everybody, and see you back here for, one more time, Devil Woman on Tubi. And have a great week. Goodbye.
1: Go team!